0: Welcome to The Awkward Stair, where Arlene, Natasha, and Jahan take a long, awkward look at life and deep dive into all manner of subjects. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And if you like what you hear, please share with some friends and follow us for more content like this. And we love hearing from you, so don't hesitate to slide into our DMs at The Awkward Stair Podcast on Instagram or send us an email at theawkwardstair at gmail.com. That's stare at gmail.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another Awkward Awakening episode. Uh, We used to call it crystal healing episodes, but you know, we're making transitions here. (laughs) So as we like wrap up the year, we're going to just speak about where we are in our spiritual journeys at this point in time. Before we jump into it, how are you all doing? How's your week going?
1: I'm good. My week was good. Flew by. I feel like it's going to be Christmas tomorrow. So this month is going to be a very speedy month.
2: I'm well. I my week was fine and yeah just enjoying the weekend you jahan
0: yeah i'm doing okay um you know looking forward to wrapping up um the year hopefully on a high note just trying to follow my bliss
2: in that so you know let's jump into it let's jump into the episode so this week we're talking about our spiritual journeys and um, I guess we should just start off with what is a spiritual journey? Let's start there. What, what's that first so that we can get a baseline? I know we talk about spiritual journeys all the time, but what does that mean to you? For me, for example, it means being on a journey of, of honesty, being my true self, being aware of what I'm saying, I'm doing, what I'm feeling and moving toward. I think johan said it like bliss like so what feels good to me um what feels not good because that's not the right word what feels like the best thing for me because it's not always it's something that um i may like doing but i know i have to do so for me that's basically what it means it's a journey of honesty like real honesty so what does that look like for you all
1: yeah i agree with that a uh, journey of honesty being true to yourself um awareness uh not moving through the world or navigating the world blindly um you know not taking things so personally um is a it's a always evolving thing it's you're always growing so you're always learning and understanding that that's just part of the process and like i always say trust the process so trusting the process that's, that's what a spiritual journey is to me, but I don't think it's like a one size fits all. Everybody has a different way of going about their spiritual journey. So it's just about what feels good to you.
0: Yeah. I'm just probably going to echo what you all are saying, but I'm just going to say it in a little different way. I think over the past couple of years, my spiritual journey has basically looked like becoming more of my true self. So yeah. so getting back to my truer self, um, getting back to the higher, the higher self. So basically being true to self, et cetera. But it's just about becoming that truer version of your of myself. Um, you know, I think that we come into the world with a lot of who we are and the world kind of tells us, you know, different things and we flow back to that, that truer version of ourselves. And um, yeah, that's basically where I'm at. Um, how I see it. And then just uh, also understanding that the spiritual journey is wrapped up in the human experience, because I think that, or I believe that we are um, spiritual beings having a human experience and the human experience is what, you know, teaches us or what expands our knowledge in our spirituality, or when we go back to the oneness, that's what I believe that after this is this human experience is over, we go back to this sense of a oneness, a, a collective. So I think that that's what it's all about. Um, the human experience is a spiritual journey in in its own
2: way. That makes total sense. You know, the great link, as I've said, you know, from Deep, deep Space Nine um, and I agree with both of you. I think the thing is, um, what I've learned to do and say to myself, not learn to do, but I'm learning to do is say, all I'm trying to do is fill the shoes that I've been given. And so I'm not even growing, I'm just expanding and filling those, trying to fill those shoes as best as I can. Um, so I think that while we're all in agreement and we're all on the same page about what the spiritual journey is to us, you know, honesty, awareness, filling the shoes, um, being our true selves. How's that journey going? What's it look like for you right now? Where you at?
1: Journey is rough. <laughs> My journey is not pretty, but I guess it's all part of it. You know, it's like before I would go through life and in, in a kind of a victim mind minded mentality where it's like, oh, you know, why aren't things getting better or whatever, whatever. But I feel like there's good and bad and that's balance. And so she gets rough. But then there's beautiful parts as well. And you gotta know how to um how to be aware in those moments to to take in those beautiful parts. So, you know, it's going. It's going. It's a roller coaster, never ending. What about you, John?
0: At this point, um, so I think that the journey has its challenges. I think that there is always spots where the path is always light, lighting up. And I think that. Our intuition always speaks to us, um, or my intuition always speaks to us because I cannot—I can't speak for anybody else and their human experience. Um, I can speak for myself, and I can speak for—it speaks to me, and it speaks through other people because I get affirmations all the time, uh, like where I'm supposed to be going, and when I'm not following what source, whatever you want to call it, God, oneness has said. You need to do this, and I know that I'm not always following the guidance that Om um, Source is giving me. So I'm trying to um, make sure that I am following the guidance that I'm given, um, and that has been challenging because it's scary. Often when I know I'm supposed to be doing something, and I'm not doing it because I'm scared to do it. But yeah, that's that's how it's going. It's a challenge but also trying to listen, trying to be brave in knowing that everything is going to be okay. What about you, Natasha?
2: I mean, before I answer, I want to ask you both. Do you have an example of a moment where you feel like you've gotten a message or been told to do something and you just didn't do it? And, and, and why didn't you do it? Or, or why did you do it? Can you talk about like, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it sounds very airy-fairy, how... How would you explain to somebody what it looks like to actually go through the spiritual journey and do the thing that you're supposed to do, what you feel like you're supposed to be doing?
0: I I would want to share those things right now, only because I think that being that I'm going through the process, I'm trying to speak less. <laughs> I don't know that sometimes I'm like all woo-woo in the clouds or whatever, and I don't like give very deep specifics, but um. Yeah. I I don't want to share anything too deep. Maybe later on in in the episode, I'll think of something that happened in the past. Oh, you know what? Let me, let me say this. following my intuition. So I, I worked in politics for like a year, Uh, but at, before I worked at that job, I really, really, really wanted to leave my job at the time. And I had started watching House of Cards. Now, some people would say like, oh, well, everybody was watching that at that time. But then I was like, I got this clear thought in my head like you know what it would be cool if you worked in politics and guess what you do know somebody who you had met and got a card from a couple months ago that works in politics so why don't you hit them up and ask them about working it at that you know in in that realm and I did and they happened to be hiring their office and they told me who to reach out to whatever I did and listen I got the job and it was very quick, it was very quick, that I um, went through the process. And so that was a point where you could say, like, "Oh well, that's whatever, But I think that sometimes you get these these this instance, this flash where, oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna watch this TV show. I know, I, I'm supposed to be doing something else, but here, let me do this." And then the intuitions come to you, like from, I'm sorry. I can't speak for anybody else (laughs) the signs come to me well this is what I'm gonna do um and it's a strong like I can't say no I have to do it that's what it looks like to me
1: um I don't know I can't really think of anything right now where it's like oh I have to do this well I don't know if I want to share this story (laughs) it's kind of weird but um and an example of something like that that's happened to me in the Bahamas. so I'm like a super spiritual person, right? So it was one time I went to go see uh, a Baba a Baba Lau, right he, and he did a reading on me. And at the time I had all this like I was going through like this thing where like I would have all these thoughts and it was like just a hurricane of just thoughts and stuff that was just going through my mind and I was just never feeling at peace. So, I go see the babblaw. The babblaw does the reading. He tells me a bunch of stuff. Then he um he tells me to do this thing, right? Where it's like you got to get a snail and you know do all this stuff, right? You know, wrap your head, whatever. Put the water on your head. You know, they they do these rituals. And at the time, I was like, well, I don't know if if that's something I want to do. Like, I don't know if that feels right to me because I. I felt a little bit conflicted. Somehow this day, a snail is on my freaking window. And I live on the second, like, it's like a four-story building at the time. And I live on, like, this would be like the second, like the third floor. And it was on the window. And I was like, holy shit, maybe that's something that I'm supposed to, like, I'm really, I am supposed to do this. And honestly, my life changed after that. But even before that, um, I was still like struggling with with the reading and all that stuff. And we went on a boat and I meditated and I went into a deep meditation. And at that time, the snail came to me, too. The snail came to me in my meditation. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, okay, that's another sign. And then the snail actually came to me at the window. And then I was like, holy crap, like because I was like, well, where the hell am I going to find a snail from? That's where mm-hmm. that's where the um snail came to the to the window on the third floor. I was it was wild. So I did the thing, whatever. Honestly, the next day I felt like my mind was just like clear. That's when I really started getting into yoga and meditating and and really like started my my spiritual journey like on a whole nother level. So yeah, that's the first time I'm like telling that story too, like. At anyone. It's actually pretty wild to me to even say out loud, but yep. So the snail has a big significance to me. It's something I want to do. I probably want to get a tattoo of it.
2: <laughs> Thank you both for sharing. Um, I know the journey can be uh, really personal. So I know for myself, I'm just living as opposed to anything being necessarily spiritual, but I think it goes back to what John said about you know, it's just living in a human experience and it's just part of our experience. And so in that I'm saying my journey is just that I'm realizing more and more that I need to stop pondering about things and actually taking action toward it. And it's really about in the spiritual community or people who are religious. I think they often say it's like you have to do the work. And so I feel like sometimes I'm not doing the work and I'm not really being honest about not doing the work. I'm just thinking about it. And so um, I'm in that, that point where I feel like I could be doing the work and not knowing it or not realizing it. But at the same time, I'm also very much aware that there, there's more that I could be actually doing and not just thinking about. So I, I've been on this, um, this journey when it comes to self-awareness um, and just kind of being by myself more. I mean, I became less over the past few weeks and something keeps telling me, Natasha, you need to go back to where you were a couple months back take a couple steps back because you need to pay more attention to yourself. So I know this week, even I was not doing that, but I kept getting this message in my head, like you're doing too much. And then even just this morning alone, I got a message that literally jumped me out of my sleep. And today's the anniversary of my grandmother's passing. So I'm a little bit emotional today, but I think like it jolted me out of my sleep. And it's just like, Natasha, you need more time to yourself. You need to go back. <laughs> to whatever you was doing before, which was sitting more with myself and in commune with with people that I love. And I think both things can happen at the same time. But yeah, I had a really crazy dream and I literally would I just, I don't know, I was throw, literally thrown out of my sleep. I like sat up, it was, yeah, it was a thing this morning. So um, it was just a wake up call that I need to get back to, to myself. Um, and I think that's what my journey is that's a message I've been getting for for a few a few weeks now and I just I need to listen. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. We kind of answered in the beginning, but I think maybe we can talk a little bit more deeply about why we're we doing what we're doing. What's the what's the reason? Um, I know we said that spiritual journey is about is a lived experience, a human experience, and that it's about awareness. But, but but why why even bother? Why not just go about your life and let that be or let it be.
1: I think the why is is your inner spirit calls you to to kind of awaken, you know, the the regular mundane life doesn't feel good. Kind of start to look internally and and see that the way you're living doesn't really feel good. The high stress and all at least for me personally, the high stress of life and and the the always chasing the the carrot it just wasn't feeling good to me. So started to do things to change it that up that's really my why is not any deeper than that other than you know trying to keep growing in my spiritual journey and hopefully i don't reincarnate back into this life again i can progress forward to the whatever the next step is in my in my life in my journey
0: yeah i mean i think that I've always kind of questioned the narratives that have been given to me inform- as far as like spirituality and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to leave it at that, Tashi. Don't tell no stories about when I was in church and how I used to get on, please. But, you know, I think that consciously I started like when I was in college, really researching what is Christianity, what is Islam, what is Buddhism and trying to decide like, what do I really, really, really believe, um, at the core of my experience. And I think at that time I was just, just because as Arlene said, I wasn't satisfied with something that was told to me, um, how life was supposed to be. I wasn't satisfied with certain narratives. Um, so I had to go on my own kind of I had to go on my own conscious journey of like deciding where which way I want to go, and um I guess that's the why is I think that, yeah, we're all on a spiritual journey to be honest. I think that in this experience, though, for some reason, some of us have been called to consciously walk it in a different way, you know that's a little bit different than other people, and not that any way is better than the other. I think that it's just, this is the way that our human experience is set up right now. So that's, I guess that's my why there's something in, in, in my, in my brain, that's telling me to, to walk in this way. Um, so that's my best answer
2: for you. Thank you both. Yeah. I think those are, those explain it to me. I mean, um, I guess if people have more questions or, Things like that, they can always reach out to us um, to ask for more detail. But I know for myself, um, I always think back to when I was fourteen. Um, so we grew up uh, mostly f- first. We went to Catholic school, we went to Sunday school, and things that my parents did not attend. But we just go to Sunday Sunday school. Um, and then after a while, they took us out of that. And my my grandmother, the one who you know whose anniversary of our passing is today, um, she was spiritual Baptist. So she's actually non denominational but it was kind of spiritual Baptist at the same time. So it's a story that I really never really understood. But in spiritual Baptist, there's a thing called mourning. And so you would go to to a, to a church for a special blessed ground and you would, you know, pray and fast for, for seven days. I think some people do it for longer. When I was 14 and doing this, I prayed and fast. You, you You have your eyes are covered. Uh, it's, an ex, it's a very intense experience. And it was after doing that, I mean, and, and, and you're praying, you're fasting, your church service almost every night, you're not aware of time, you're not aware of um, when you've eaten last or, or not, when you've had water, you just know when you're thirsty, somebody brings you water. You know, when you're hungry, somebody's bringing you food. You know, when it's time to shower, um, somebody's there to help you because you cannot uncover your eyes. So it's an experience that opened my eyes to understanding that there's more to life than the one from before I got off that ground. And so I became interested in spiritual Baptist um, then. And in college, I did a paper on it. And then I began to expand more and say to myself, you know, what is what else is there? In college, I learned studied Arabic because of that. I really wanted to learn to read the the Quran but I began to understand that the Quran in and just learning Arabic, Fusha, any version of it, it's not the same. So that failed. So I ended up learning or <laughs> reading the Quran in English, but it's not the same effect. And so I think uh it was Jahan that I had gone to the Buddhist temple and we had done several other types of um or I had done other types of spiritual or religious um learnings. Um, And so, uh, so the point is, when I was fourteen, I really began being beginning to understand that there's something more about this life than just what we see. Um, And I think if I want to say that that's when I started, I don't. I wouldn't say that, but that's when I began to become aware that there's more. So now I think I continue to do it because I understand that, or I have this feeling that there is more, and I want to know what that is. It's a curiosity for me that I'm trying to. Or that I'm hoping to fulfill at some point, and it's probably not going to be in this life. Um, but I feel like there's more, and I want to know more. And I and I feel like I'm, I'm I sometimes push myself to a point where it's like Natasha, just chill, just enjoy life. Um, but at the same time, I'm really really curious as to what it feels like, what it looks like to really fill one's own shoes. I just really want to know really badly what that feels like. Interesting. In wrapping up, what are you both taking with you from this conversation? Anything, any new learnings or any thoughts that's come up that you that you want to share?
1: Um, what am I taking with me? I guess um, I mean, I've been trying to get back to a space where where I wasn't in, in the beginning of my journey, where I was like super duper deep into it, but also being like kind in, to myself in the process and saying that um not it's not gonna be the same so you can't expect the same like to try and go back to the same thing you got I gotta kind of like evolve this thing you know so I'm just always expanding that's it I'm not in too deep
0: um I think I'm taking what I'm taking with me is just this um knowing that we're all aligned (laughs) on like you know certain thoughts um but we differ in 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 very interesting ways as well and I like that because then we all bring a different perspective on what we think a spiritual journey is how we're going about our spiritual journeys and everything like that so I think that that's cool because um what I picked up is Tashi you're doing it because you have a certain curiosity Arlene you're doing it because of maybe an something about this experience is unsatisfactory but also you feel like there's um there's another level to it, um, which is interesting to me. It's just something I need to ponder my, myself. If um, and I do it because you know something about it is unsatisf seems unsatisfactory. Something about it seems incomplete. And then I'm also doing it also from from a, a curiosity standpoint where I just like I need to know what it is. I need to I need to figure out like where all this fits in for my life and. How I'm going and how I'm going to grow, and it's all uh, but we all kind of are doing it because of that that same you know that same flow, but in a different way. so i I like it. um another thing I'm taking with me is just just mentioning the fact that I'm not always following what intuition or guidance is telling me that I need to follow what guidance is telling me, and just be okay with again, being brave is is a big thing. You got to keep on thinking about, um, but that's it. Tashi. what about you?
2: Oh, um, I'm thinking that um, the journey is, it's beautiful in its ugliness and really looking at that beauty and appreciating the fact that just because it's a challenge does not mean that it can't be beautiful. And as somebody who tends to shy away from trying to learn or listen, because I'm hard headed. I don't like hearing what people have to say. I'm taking with me that I just need to start to, to really learn to listen. So even when the guides or the guides could be, I think, in my opinion, could be just like y'all. And y'all are saying something, don't be stupid and don't be hard headed, just listen. I don't always have to speak. And so that's what I'm taking with me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel that. Uh, I was just gonna say, uh, I remember this uh Soka or Calypso song is a Calypso song, sorry. Um, called uh The Journey. Yeah, uh, we can you probably find it and put
2: it into another artist's name is Tambu. I think his name is yeah, Tambu. Tambu.
0: Yeah. So I that would that's what this conversation reminds me of because it's just like we just started, you know, this is like it never, it's not like it's it's gonna. And at some point or like we we there's a, a place to get to necessarily, you know, at the end of until you know the end of life we're gonna be doing this. So
2: yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I was pulling up the song. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's a it's a really it's a good song. It definitely applies here. So we're gonna move on to the crystal of the month.
1: All right. It's been a minute since I've done this. So the crystal of the month that I chose is green aventurine. Green Aventurine provides strength, confidence, courage, and happiness. It renews one's optimism for life and pushes us to take action to acquire what we want in this world. This stone urges one to get out of their comfort zone and take on new opportunities. Allow this stone to take you on an adventure and help you grow as an individual. Green Aventurine is here to keep your emotional body calm when trying things that may be uncomfortable at first. Those nervous butterflies in your stomach will be replaced by an ever-burning fire that's eager to burn. This crystal is here to help you enjoy life, sharing your energy and experiences with those closest to you. Your friends will begin to see the changes you've made and be motivated to follow your approach. This will cause a chain of reaction of positivity that will change both your life and of those who love you most. So, yeah, that's the one I chose. I think it applies very well to what we've been talking about, which is just, you know, going through this journey and growth and, I guess, fearlessness in all of this, you know, taking on new adventures, listening to your intuition and all that good stuff. Awesome.
2: Thank you so much. want to thank you all for listening to The Awkward Stare. If you like what you heard, please share with some friends and follow this podcast for more content. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Awkward Stare Podcast. And we love hearing from you all. Please don't hesitate to DM us on Instagram or send us an email at theawkwardstare at gmail.com. That's theawkwardstare at gmail.com. Have a great week, everyone.
1: saying bye. Am I meeting myself?
0: (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.